0: Welcome back to The Radiant Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Chapman, and I am so excited for you guys to meet my friend, Phoebe. She is a columnist here at Radiant Magazine and our fearless leader of our Radiant community, which is a discipleship community for women. I would love for her
1: to start by sharing a little bit about herself. Hey, Phoebe. Hey, girlfriend. How you doing? So good. So glad to have you. (laughs) Oh, thank you for having me. I've just been excited and a little nervous about this, but um, I'm just glad to be talking to my friend.
0: No stress, girl, I'm glad to have you here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I would love for our listeners to just get to know you.
1: Absolutely. Gosh. Um, Well, I also want to say that open-ended question was one of the first things my in-laws asked me um, before, you know, like on my first meeting with them. And (laughs) I totally blanked. It was like the most awkward moment of my life. Um, So since then, I've tried to get a little better at that. Thankfully there'll be no more um, meeting in-laws in the future. But um yeah, so I'm Phoebe. Um I live over in Middle Tennessee outside of Nashville. Um I moved out here from Knoxville, that's where I grew up. Um, where I grew up knowing Jesus um in the church. My dad worked in the church there. Um as as I got a little older, um there were a lot of messy situations that happened in my family and um, just my, like, and what I saw in the church. And so I kind of retreated from God a little bit. Um, Somehow God ended up bringing me out to Murfreesboro. I was involved with a ministry called Young Life. And that's where I met you. Um, Funny story, Kelsey was actually like one of the very first people I saw. She was sitting at the Young Life table, um, and I just remember her being so cheerful and bubbly, and I was like, "I am totally getting involved in this." Um, and so we've been friends, you know, from the get go of me living in Murfreesboro. Um, I eventually I met my husband through that same ministry. Um, I just I love Young Life. Uh, we we were leaders for several years, and um, through that, I God really sought me through Young Life um, of just really coming to know that like what the true gospel was about, of, of not just like this outward based performance thing that I think sometimes you can learn growing up in the church, like that everything has to be, you know, look good on the outside. Um, and not that that's anyone's intentions, but just sometimes as a child, that's what you perceive. Um, but in Young Life, I I think I learned alongside with the kids that it was okay for things to be broken. And um, actually like that's the result of the way things are um, because of sin. Um, So anyway, it it was a really cool platform too, because like as God was seeking me through Young Life, He taught me how to pursue other uh, women as um, high school girls and uh, got a lot of funny fears out of the way. Um, I think I learned about a lot about, uh, letting go of awkwardness. Like sometimes things are just going to feel awkward and it's okay. It's just a feeling. (laughs) Um, but, and I think any young life leader could totally resonate with that. Like you're going up to kids in their lunchroom and just like, Hey, what's up? And they think you're (laughs) a total weirdo. Um, but you just learn that the, what you're doing is so much more meaningful. Like you're a part of a bigger picture. Um, and so, Chad and I ended up getting married and I kind of dropped out of Young Life for a little while. But I continue to take that um, idea of what Young Life is, is just loving people through relationships um, and showing them Jesus just in real life. And man, like that is like one of the most precious gifts that God gave me was just teaching me. Um, that that's how he how Jesus walks, you know I mean he had these close friendships with his disciples and he just went through life with them and he involved them in what he was doing and and God involved me and in what he was doing in these uh, kids' lives and um so I've kind of carried that anywhere I went you know i I started working as a receptionist after college, which I felt like what am I doing with my life um but, I, I just started um, loving people there, um, and I made some great friendships. And um, eventually, God opened the door for the position I'm in now. I work in marketing. I'm in healthcare marketing. Never would have thought I would say that, um, but I work in a corporate job, and um, I just try to do that same thing where I am now. I try to love women through relationship and. It is just amazing how God continues to, to change me and um, allow me to see what He's doing uh, in people's lives around me. Uh, and yeah, so I guess that's kind of a little bit of how I, I got to where I am, Kels. Man, I, I love Young Life too. Like
0: big fan girl. Yes. Uh, was on student staff for a year. And I just think that it forever imprinted into me how to love people.
1: All people.
0: Oh, sure. And my Young Life leader uh, loved me so well during such an unstable season of my life. And so um, when I went into Young Life and was able to meet these girls who later became like my sisters and best friends um, and walk with them in their journey with God, all being on totally different pages, some walking deeply with God for a young woman and some wild as all get out, you know, (laughs) all of them. It was so amazing to kind of get this facet of God's heart that I'd never had before and, and learn to love wholeheartedly, no matter where people are at. And he really did give me the ability to love each and every one of these girls in a different way. And so.
1: Yes, I think that is so beautiful. Just the, like, how God meets us where we are. You know, I think that's, something we learn for together, you know, that we've talked about, like, we get to meet people where they are. Um, and even as we are in, Ra- you know, with Radiant, like, um, we don't want anyone to ever feel like there's, they have to clean up their act or change, but that God comes to us right where we are and works with us from there, you know? Totally. And
0: I, I just think, it it was such a cool process to all come together with Radiant. I know we've had Hannah and Kelly on the podcast um, prior to, today, and we all have a Young Life background. And it's amazing that God brought us all together to kind of lead this ministry and movement and have this background and this framework of Young Life. Um, And Young Life gets some hate sometimes. I mean, I think sometimes it has an outside perception from people who aren't involved that it can be shallow or not really go deep. And um, that's not the case at face value. Yeah. yes, it's fun. it's a party. it's not meant to be a discipleship community um, at the first touch point you meet at young life, but the deeper you go, the more discipleship and community you do find. And so I I love that model with radiant and even us coming together, you know last weekend and thinking through how we want to structure the radiant community and um, what we're doing moving forward. it had such,
1: um an overarching theme of what we all four learned at young life isn't that so cool it's amazing and it's just cool how god kind of brought us together but before that he kind of took us through this training ground you know we had no idea um that what he would be doing in our futures but he um it's cool how he just kind of molded us for that and the heart that he's given us uh for radiant really does stem so much out of what he's done in us through young life so
0: and who would have thought when you were like 18 and I was like 19 or 20 that we would be doing this together. I mean that's so crazy. I mean we have so many nights where we crawled up together in a twin bed to have a sleepover.
1: True life. Like we okay, Kelsey is not a huge cuddler I've learned as of recent which I am. I am very like okay, if you ever meet me, I'm already like touching you not in a creepy way, okay? But like I'm going to touch your shoulder, like I'm going to play with your hair. That's just how I am. Um, so Kelsey used to cuddle with me because she had no other choice. <laughs> but in a twin bed, we would uh, cuddle up together. And so now I have to just take what I can get—the the, breadcrumbs of of affection. No, I know she loves me. I give affection
0: through words, hopefully. Um, and I am learning. Like I'm, I, I can be like hello, goodbye, touching, (laughs) but I'm working on it. And Phoebe gets a lot of my love and my cuddles.
1: (laughs) I Um, invade people's personal space. It can be, you know, my greatest strength or my greatest downfall. Sometimes people think I'm a total weirdo. Um, I'm not actually like my coworkers joke about how nobody ever hugged until I uh, came to the department, which I'm like, how can that be? Like, I know this is a professional setting, but we are hugging up in here. So we make hugs happen like on the daily. It's
0: awesome. I love that, that you brought hugs to the corporate world, which is just a perfect example of the love you carry through life. I would love to talk about your heart and getting involved with Radiant. Obviously, you know, you were one of the first people I thought of when I started thinking through Radiant last year. And it's just been amazing to see how tailor made you were for this position and what a gift you are to the Radiant community. You started with your column, Taking Heart, which um, isn't being updated currently. Apparently Phoebe is focusing all of her energy into heading up the Radiant community, but um, your words just reflect God so beautifully, whether it's written or spoken. So I'd love for you to kind of share what got you involved, what made this appealing to you? Where's your heart for women?
1: Yeah, well, praise God for that. First of all, um, you were always so much uh, kinder in describing me than I would ever describe myself. So thank you. Um <laughs> But yeah, so I would say, you know, like I said, I kind of segued way um, into living a life following God as a young woman. Um, and I had women that were older in the Young Life community, even Kelsey. She wasn't much older than me, but she still—they uh, they just loved me so well, and they mentored me. And um, even Kelsey's Young Life leader was a huge— um, she made a huge impact in my life. So I had women that believed in me and saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. Um, When I went through a time where I was, I think as women, we all struggle with insecurity, but I mean, in a really dark place of insecurity, I had women who would just speak that life into me and that truth of God's word. Um, And I just saw the Lord uh, begin to change my heart and give me a confidence. And at first confidence didn't feel right. Like I felt like, um, am I being arrogant? Am I being, you know, haughty? And, and I read this book by Jenny Allen called Restless, I guess about, um, a year and a half ago, maybe coming up on two years. And she really talked about, gosh, I can't even summarize the book, but what stood out to me was how it's okay to be confident in the gifts that God gave us. Um, And she talked about how as a little girl, she always dreamed of being on stage or, um, you know, she liked kind of uh, that aspect of kind of the leading role. And I was totally that way growing up as well. And I always just thought, man, I just like need attention. But really, it gave me a different lens. And I felt the Lord showing me like, no, I've called you to lead, Phoebe. Like, it's okay to be confident in who I've made you to be because it reflects me. And um I think, you know, where we get in trouble is when we try to do that on our own. But as long as we're walking with Jesus, He's cultivating us to be exactly what He wants us to be and how He envisioned us when He formed us. And um, so from there on out, I just was like, okay, God, well, what does that look like? Um, And He just began to open doors. I had been uh, going to a women's group at my church and um, He opened the door just so clearly for me to step into leadership there. And I so nervously walked into it um, where God just allowed me to continue um, building relationships with them there, with women there. Um, then I was like felt feeling a pull to continue writing. And my writing always goes a little bit more towards um like teaching. Um, So I started doing that. I started, I picked a book of the Bible and I just started writing blogs, like on Blogger. Kelsey knows I'm not the most uh, uh, technology savvy person, but I I just started doing a blogger that was like teaching. And uh, a couple months later, it it was just so amazing how God set this up. I get an email um, from Kelsey. Uh, She texts me, check your email. I was like, okay. I never email anyone, but okay, I'll check my email. And it was this invitation uh, with her dream of what Radiant was going to be. And I just lit up. And I think, um, man, I just admire Kelsey so much because she is just a dreamer in the best way. And that's never something by nature that has been um, something like that I just naturally do. Um, But God started, just lit this spark in me of like, look what I can do. Like just the glimpse of what could come out of Radiant, I thought, wow, God, I mean, not only am I going to be serving you, but it's in a way that I feel like I want to do. And um, that that gets me excited and helps me to feel passionate. And so uh, that was so fun to just start writing and sharing uh, what I felt like God was giving me to share. And sometimes you know, not sure how that would be perceived, but just kind of walking forward in faith. And um, so I we met, we had a radiant retreat later in the year uh, with all of our writers at one of the girls' houses in Nashville. And that was just, I think Hannah talk, touched on that a little bit in her podcast session. Uh, I totally fangirl these podcasts and listen to Kelsey. Um, so, but she touched on that a little bit and it was just like, wow, I mean, I can't even really explain what that weekend did, but I told Kelsey afterwards, I felt a shift. Like I felt the Lord say, we're going here. Like something is happening. And like, I just want you to trust me. Um, So eventually the idea for the Radiant community was birthed and Kelsey had reached out to me for that. And I had already been doing these, feeling led to do these like little Facebook videos that were, I felt so embarrassed to do them, but, I felt like God was like, uh, okay, record this message that I'm going to give you and share it on Facebook. What? Okay. So I just did it, but it was really cool how that worked out. And then he gave Kelsey the idea for the Radiant Community, which is um, our portal where we have video devotional segments and they're about five or 10 minutes uh, long. And there's several, now we've built up a team. Uh, We've got six of us that are going to be doing that. So anyway, all of that to say of just how God is totally, He's able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine. And I feel like I'm just starting to see, like I'm on the cusp of that. And I just want to encourage women as we walk alongside with them that He wants to do that in their lives as well. And it's going to look so uniquely different for each of us because we all represent a different quality of God and um It's fun. You know, there's something that is, we are to approach God with fear and trembling. Yes, but He is so fun as well. Like as we submit to Him and honor Him, um, and that's something that I feel Kelsey represents. And uh, I'm just excited to be in on that. So that may have been more than you asked for, Kelsey, but.
0: No, I love it. I want to touch on, you know, what was it like to film that first video and put it on Facebook?
1: Because I remember seeing it and being like, Phoebe is brave. Oh oh my gosh. It was terrifying. It actually, Kelsey, it popped up, you know, like the little Facebook memories Uh and it popped up like last week on there. And it was after our radiant retreat. And like, I really just felt like it was just such affirmation from God to be like, okay, if you can be, if you, if I can help you to have courage to do something like that, like just wait and see what we're going to do you know but it was it was so terrifying because i was like like my husband is going to think i'm a weirdo like and he <laughs> and i trust him more than any human being um you know everyone's going to think i'm totally weird but i really felt like god had just given me this like he he just wanted me to share it and i i'm at this place where like okay god like i want to say yes to you um and no to myself and so yeah, it was super scary and terrifying, but everyone was so sweet um, in their response. And I actually had people message me and say like, wow, like you have no idea. I really needed to hear that. Like I had one girl in particular say like, I I don't even know that I've like believed in God, but like, I really felt like His love from what you had to say. And Praise God for that. Because when we make ourselves willing and we're vulnerable to be obedient to Him, He uses that big time for his glory and it's the most rewarding feeling and it makes any kind of fear or like I said, that awkwardness that I've kind of learned to let go of. Like it is so incomparable to what the Lord can do. It is not even worth considering, you know, who cares? Like if you, all right, the worst thing that can happen is you feel like a big weirdo. Like, and then, then what? Okay. People think I'm weird. Who cares? Like if it is touching someone's heart, And they feel more open to knowing the Lord through that. Like, what else is there, you know? So, um, I mean, I don't always feel that way. (laughs) But when I get like amped up and remember the truth, that's what comes to my mind. But yeah, it was totally weird at first, so—
0: I love that. I mean, that's, I love what you just said. It is so, feeling weird is so incomparable to what God can do. Like that one person is so worth it who can be impacted by by you taking a risk. Um, I mean, that's a risk. It's vulnerability. And like you said, even doing something like that is vulnerable, even with the most close people in your life, your husband. And so I do that. I feel like is David going to think I'm a weirdo? Um, And you know, I'm thankful that David has adapted with whatever odd idea I have in the moment.
1: (laughs) Yes. Well, and Chad is so gracious. Like he, you know, sometimes he'll joke with me and he is um, like Kelsey knows Chad so well. They, they grew up together. So she's known him longer than she's known me, but we are so opposite in every possible way you could imagine. Um, but it's so good because he balances me out. And I think and I know he uh, supports me like he has been my biggest cheerleader. And so it's really sweet, too, sometimes when I'm kind of afraid to step out of my comfort zone. And then he may not say anything immediately, but like, you know, six months later, <laughs> he'll say, I just want you to know I'm really proud of you. And Aww. it means so much, you know, I mean, it just at the end of the day, knowing you kind of have that that person that's going to be there for you. Uh Cheering you on, so. Oh yeah, I mean, and I love,
0: I love watching like you and Chad because you're right, y'all are so different, but y'all are so perfect together. And I think God does that. I mean, I think I, I know couples that are very alike and I think they have an amazing journey and their journey is just as meaningful and impactful and they learn different lessons than those of us who are married to someone who is wired so completely differently.
1: <laughs> For sure. I mean, it is interesting a lot of times, but we we show each other such a different perspective of life. And I think we've rubbed off on each other a lot, actually. Like I find myself saying things a lot of times. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am a Wilkins. Wow, where did that come from? Like I would have never done that or said that before, but most of the time it's for the better. So uh, he's definitely taught me a lot about discipline and being very um, stable and grounded. That's just the definition of my man. But I think I bring a little bit of spontaneity to his life. So I'm, I'm happy about that as well.
0: Totally. I'm the one with my head in the clouds and David is the one who will always have our health insurance. So you know what? Thank you, David. (laughs) I know.
1: Got to shout out to the husbands for a second. Shout out to stability. Yes. (laughs) They keep our crazy tied down a little bit, which is nice. (laughs) Who knows where I would be without that? So, But I did want to touch on what you said about risk. I think risk is such a huge thing um, in loving people. Because when they know that we're putting ourselves aside to show them love, like how valued does that make them feel? And um, risk also in your in dreaming, you know. I'm sure you felt some risk whenever you started radiant. Like there's a, a million things that could go against you, but stepping out in that faith of like, but I'm gonna I'm gonna choose this because this is where God is leading me. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I I think. I I just talk, I have this conversation all the time about risky faith, like doing anything of impact takes risk. And it is scary, you know, like in June and July, when I quit my job to, you know, do freelance things full time, which allowed me to focus and turn a lot more on Radiant. uh, I had so many sleepless nights of like, God, am I going to go bankrupt? Um, you know, was this stupid? Are my parents looking at me and thinking I've lost my mind? I mean, it (laughs) is terrifying. And, I think there were so many situations. Like I think God builds up our faith to take risks. Like we take a little risk and then he kind of builds us up a little bit. And it's like, see, that wasn't so bad. And then the next thing is a little bit bigger and it's like, okay, I can can do that. And your bravery kind of increases with each given opportunity.
1: You're so right. And I just think too, like with those baby risks, you know, if we could call them that, um, like that happened in your day-to-day life, of just saying yes to God, like with the very next thing, how important that is. Cause sometimes it feels so unseen, like it doesn't matter, but everything we do, like it says that God takes note of our, when we rise and when we lie down, you know, everything we do, it like um, when we're being obedient to God with the little things has potential for the big things to happen. Cause if you, if you didn't start with those small things there would be no radiant, you know, there would be no, there would be no foundation for the next thing um, that was gonna be in the process, you know?
0: Yeah, what would you say about the little things you did that have evolved? Like for me, for instance, some of my old blog articles are embarrassing. <laughs> like that monumental revelation I thought God was teaching me about ants, you know? Was so valuable, and I was so sure it would be a chapter in my book one day. But <laughs> and, and now I look at it and I laugh, and I was like, well, that you know tidbit of revelation I had at you know nineteen—it's uh-huh. still meaningful, but it's definitely different than what I focus on now." And so, what do you say about like the evolving process and growth with God, and you know being okay with those uh, where you started, and everyone starts somewhere.
1: Absolutely. I mean, honestly, to take it to the very ground level, I would say it was just saying yes to believing God. Like, Jesus, I believe you. Like, I, there's so many things I want to believe about myself and what I've done and the choices I've made and um, how they're going to hold me back. But but God, you say that's not true, and you say that you've made a way. So yes, I'm going to believe you. Um, from there, I think in those foundational settings, like, I really— um, You know, doing young life. That was a way I said yes to God. And that sometimes looked like showing up to a coffee date where no one came (laughs) or um, going to lunch with high schoolers. Um, I think then when I got married, it looked like not nagging my husband about, you know, this or that, it looked like just loving Him and forgiving Him with the next thing. All of those little things are preparing our heart for what God wants to do next. Um, I think for me, where I am in life now, it's working in eight to five job where I never thought I would be in that kind of setting, but God has called me to just show up. Um, so when we take those steps, like if we're willing to meet Him, He's going to do so much more than we could ever imagine. So yeah, I would say that those little, like you said, the blog, like some of my, me stepping out to write when I felt like I had something to say or doing my little video that I talked about, um, all of those things were just little yeses that God can build from. Um, And He just surprises us with our, like, I think sometimes we do that and we're like, okay, God, I'm doing this because you told me to. We don't see the reason behind that. But then He shows up and it like increases our faith that much more and we want to do the next thing. Like we get excited about it. And I would say that's where I am with Radiant now. I, I want to do the next thing. I want, there's a place that I've been even talking with Kelsey about uh, right before we got on this phone call where I feel God calling me to be obedient and lay something down. And I don't want to, it's hard. And it's a little scary um, because it's something that's brought me so much comfort. But I feel God say, like, say yes to me again. Like, say, you know, to see what I can do next. Like, I need you to say yes. And I think, that willing spirit is just that what God requires of us to submit, like to sum- uh, submit ourselves to Him, and and not in a bad way, but just of like recognizing His authority is perfect, and wherever He has us is um, going to bring Him glory, and it's what's best for us. It's not this huge scary thing. It's like what He wants for us, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Like su- submitting yourself
0: to God is just trusting that like he has something even better for you than you could imagine. It's not him creating boundaries to take something away. It's setting you up for yeah. the best things in life that he has planned for you.
1: Absolutely. And it doesn't always feel like that. <laughs> oh, agreed. What I mean, you're in the middle
0: of it. You're living it. And I've been living it too. This this year has been that for me. What does it how what do you how do you figure out what to say yes to and what to say no to? And then kind of hand in hand with that question, how do you cope with laying a good thing down? Sometimes saying no is is to
1: like an awesome opportunity or something
0: you've been a part of.
1: You're so right. Um well, I would start first by just saying being in God's word and in prayer. Like the two foundations of um, you know, seeking God. He's his word is alive and active and he's going to be speaking to us through his word. You know, his word is about God. It's about God's story, but he uses it to show us our um like teach us about our lives as well. You know, it's so applicable. Um, and then through prayer, like, like I think there's been so many times I've asked God, like, show me the way to go. Um, show me. And He does say in scripture, I will guide you with my loving eye on you. I will counsel you. And I've learned recently, sometimes that counsel looks like a conversation with a friend. Uh, and they give me some advice. And later I'm asking God, God, I still don't know what to do. And He's like, I gave you some counsel on that. And I'm like, oh, you're right, you did. And he then he'll kind of affirm that through another avenue for me. Like I might read a scripture that just jumps off the page. Um, someone might literally tag me on a Facebook post that is, you know, might seem kind of cheesy, but God, I believe God uses everything um, to point us in the direction he wants us to go. And that's just the fun part of relationship with God is he can do literally anything. Like he can direct us however He wants to. And so those are just some of the ways I feel God directing me even this week. Um, But yes, laying down when it's a good thing. Like this, uh, that is tough because that's that blind faith. But you know, faith is confidence in what we hope for, not in what we see. And we're to walk by faith and not by sight. And so even if something looks good, um, an example, I saw this uh, little video clip John Bevere did, and he was talking about the apple uh, in the Garden of Eden, you know, when Eve chose to sin, it says the apple was good, like that she chose. It it looked good. It was good. But it, God still told her not to do that, you know, and she still chose that. And so in my life, something, I never want to be be deceived uh, as some, like to go towards something that I think looks good because then I'm going on my judgment and not by what God told me to do. And then where's my faith, you know? Wow. So... I feel challenged in that area right now of laying down what's visibly good, what's tangibly good, what I can touch and feel, and um, you know what I could pick off the tree and eat to go for what God says is good and what will produce life and more fruit and growth. And um, you know, we just walk towards it and we just keep going. So that's where I kind of feel I am right now. Thieves, you are
0: such a good articulator of, you know, scripture and applying that in a practical method. Like even this conversation makes me so much more uh, affirmed that you are just tailor-made to lead the Radiant community. Can you talk about like what we're doing there? Obviously I'm a part of it too, but I, you're our fearless leader of the Radiant community. And, um, I am so thankful to have you heading that up because, um, I like to dream and talk and come up with ideas, but I haven't felt called to be a teacher of the word. Obviously, um, I love talking about God. I just don't break things down quite in such a way that you do. You have a gift of that. So what's your heart behind the Radiant community and and teaching women?
1: Wow. Um, I just love it. Honestly, I I really thank you for your sweet words. You're just always so encouraging. And I think that's why we're such a good team because— Kelsey, like we're, we are very opposite in a lot of ways. And we, mm-hmm. I think we balance each other out in a lot of ways. Um, and it's like such a strength, you know, that God's given us it being able to do this together. And I just am so thankful you've invited me in. It's, I mean, it truly is like God's called you to dream and it's allowing my, it's inviting my dreams into that too. So it's really cool how like your obedience to God there like affects so much more than yourself. Like it, it's invited me, and um, I'm just so thankful for that opportunity. But so okay, I'll be done being mushy now. Um, I just knew I was gonna like have to tear up in this conversation at some point. Um, but anyway, I just love it. I just feel you know. I think when I read the Word of God, my instinct is just to automatically break it down and teach it. Like, that's just what comes out of me reading it. And I think I've always kind of felt that way when I read the Word of God. And so that is my heart in sharing in Radiant Community. And for all of our uh, our different contributors there is just to share the Word of God because it just brings dead things to life, you know? Um, and so each month we kind of are going through a we decided to do a topic word. And that way it it gives each of our contributors an opportunity to go a different route with that word um, and and how God speaks to them. And we ultimately believe that he's going to get across a message that he wants to share and we're just the vessels for that. And um, so that's, we each have two videos a month where we're sharing scripture and maybe life experiences and a challenge to our viewers and ultimately we want them to feel connected to other women, not only across, I mean, we're across, you know, the U S but we're, we have a contributor who's from New Zealand. I'm super excited about her. So we, we really want women to feel um, that they're not in this alone that they can uh, come to God. You know, Jesus, when we're a Christian, we have this beautiful thing that no matter how different we may be, we are all united by Him. And we get to come under Him in this online awesome uh, way and be able to just navigate that together. So it's been fun so far. I'm really excited to see where God takes that. And uh, I think it's, it's gonna be awesome. So yay for technology.
0: I think 2017 is going to be the best year yet. I am so excited for what is going to unfold with Radiant and the opportunity to have excellent articles at face value, but utilizing this community to go deeper. I think there are so many women who crave community. Um, And this is an opportunity for that. You know, we might not be able to show up in your hometown and have coffee with you quite yet, um, but we can come together on the internet do a devotional together a few times a week and then collaborate and chat and chat about what we learned in this online community um, where we get to facilitate conversation. And I'm just so thankful um, for you leading that. I love listening to you teach the word. So obviously people um, listening may have some questions, but my question would be, what Would be some at home. What would be some practical ways to get into the word? I know that so many people, when they first crack open a Bible, don't know where to start. Or you've been at a place where you hungered and thirsted for the word, but you're just kind of at a dry space, dry place, or just at a place where you're like, I've, you could even be at a place where um, I've read the entire Bible, but I need a little bit of direction and where to start over,
1: you know? Sure. For sure, I, it can be overwhelming. I mean, there are literally times too, like I, it's not like I'm just every day, you know, like with my nose in the Bible. And that's <laughs> not the case. I mean, there are some times where like a week may go by and I, I hadn't spent time in the word, but I see that in the way I feel and the way I, uh, my actions are. Um, so, I think just picking it up and starting literally, you can feel like I've picked up and started reading Exodus before, and you're like, I have no idea what I'm reading. But the further you go, like God just draws you in. And ask God, draw me in. Like He is not um, some dictator just sitting up there. Like read my word, do what it says. You know, <laughs> like He He under He's big enough for our questions and our feelings. And I think ultimately He just wants us to bring that to Him. And so asking Him, God, you know, God, I don't want to do this. Change my heart. You know, show me show me more of Yourself through my scripture through Your Scripture that I could fall in love with You and that I could um, want, want more of you. I think a practical great place to start is just like um, in the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, because it talks about Jesus, just what he's doing. I mean, this is all about Jesus anyway. The whole story is like, um, the whole book of the of the Bible is pointing to Jesus. And so we can just start and walking in like what his time on earth looks like. Like, what did he do when he was in our shoes, you know? Um, and... Then from there, I just usually pick a book of the Bible and start reading it. I really, there's no fancy formula. I just like, I, I might be done reading this book, or I might be halfway through it, and I really feel like I can't get into this right now. So I'll start another book of the Bible. And don't be afraid if you don't understand it. Like, if you go into an Old Testament book of the Bible and it's just not clicking, like, don't beat yourself up about it. It's, it was written a long time ago, it's alive and active. Um, but sometimes it's heavy stuff. So it's okay for it to not just all resonate and feel good. It doesn't make it any less true. So keeping that in mind is important. There's so many great resources and devotionals. Um, I think and there's been times where I've gotten caught up in like doing too many books or devotionals. Um, and I just try at that point sometimes to simplify because Jesus is enough. You know, um, He's given us everything we need for a holy life and it's it's in His Word. So um, I don't know that was kind of a lot. I think that was so valuable and helpful
0: and took the pressure off. That's the big thing. Like, let the pressure go. God's not psychoanalyzing if you're getting it enough. You know, you've got a lifetime ahead of you. It's going to be okay.
1: Right. Well, and we can't, like, in our human nature, like, we don't get God's word. Like, His Spirit enables us to to get it, you know, to resonate with us. I don't know, Kelsey, if, like you've ever read something and it meant nothing to you. But then, you know, two years later, you read the same thing and it's like reading your mail. Like, you're yeah. just like, wow, that was totally, God just highlighted that to me. And that's the spirit of God. That's the Holy Spirit living within us that helps us to, um, you know, it's it helps us to navigate that. And so, Yeah. I
0: totally had that happen, and and that's a great reminder that like it, it really might not mean anything to you right now, or you might think of Ephesians and be like, I read that, and didn't get anything out of it two years ago, but you might open it today and it might change your life.
1: You're right. And you're right. So
0: um, I and if you if you have a hard time understanding um, the translation, you might have maybe get a get a simpler version. It's going to be okay. You know, are all the words translated perfectly from Greek? Maybe not, but it's going to be okay if you understand the Bible better through the message and then not understanding any bit of it at all through the King James version. So, uh, I, I don't know if Corey, your pastor used to say this, but, um, the best, but the best version of the Bible is the one you understand.
1: Agreed. To, I mean, a million times agreed. Like there are sometimes I will look and be like, "Oh, what the heck?" Like I have no idea what this is saying here. So I'll Google's my best friend. Um, got like, what does this verse mean? Like I literally do that all the time. And um, secondly, the Bible app on your phone is awesome because you can. It's free. You can look at different versions, like, um, like in five seconds, and see what the differences are and which one might your heart might totally receive it differently. Um so yeah, whichever I totally agree with that. Whichever version you'll read, that's the best one. Right now I'm reading the HCSB, I think that is what it is. Let me look uh uh-huh. um which I like. It's uh I've never read scripture in this Bible before or in this version and so it's it's kind of fresh to me, which is a little fun because I feel like oh I've never thought about it that way. So yeah, change it up. Uh, I think that's that's totally fine. So
0: and and don't get me wrong. Like the deeper you go, and if you're a theological nerd, like my that's so my husband. Like yeah. translating it correctly from the Greek or the Hebrew is meaningful no. and purposeful. Like you know. I'm not for, you know, misinterpreting scripture. But if you're at a starting place, start with what you understand. You can go deeper later.
1: Yes. And here's the thing God created language, you know, like he is bigger than any, like any boxes we have for communication. Like God is so much bigger than that. Like it says, the skies proclaim the work of his hands, you know, we. We can know God more um, through so many avenues, but His Word is like a firm foundation for us. And, um, but He is not limited to, uh, to like language like we are. So don't, don't sweat the small stuff. God is bigger than any issue that might come up, you know? That is so true.
0: Good word, Phoebes. Um, I love Oh, I've so enjoyed this. So, you know, as I think through some questions I typically ask, I think it's even more meaningful with you as such a figurehead of Radiant with discipleship to kind of shed light on this. But I, I know the answer to this question, but what would you say has been the value and importance of mentors in your life?
1: Oh, girlfriend, it is everything. Mentors are... Uh, Okay, I shouldn't say everything. It's huge because it's there's someone like going to a woman who um, is further along in her her spiritual walk than you adds so much value to your life because they not only have a lot of the places you're navigating, they've been there. They may have made the wrong decision or they've made the right decision and seen the fruits of it. Um, They're just someone who can kind of like be a good reflection of, Uh, where God's leading you and to help you kind of walk through issues. Like I know, especially when I first got married, I needed someone who was uh, a little older than me and had walked through that newly married phase pretty recently. And she was able to help me with so many things I was facing at that time. Um, Now I walk with a woman who is, um, I mean, she's like my mom's age. I love her. And she is over pretty much a lot of the women's ministry at our church. And she just has so much insight and, um, On things, like, she'll just tell me sometimes, like, it's just not worth it. Like, don't worry about this. Or she helps me to see, like, the bigger picture, I guess, basically. And um, the importance of diligence. And she can just encourage me because she knows what I'm going through in my life. And she knows me. Like, she knows my weaknesses and my strengths and, like, kind of where I get stuck. So she knows how to uh, encourage me. And it's just so, it's huge. We've got to have people that are... uh, supporting us and helping us to navigate because then the fun part is we get to start like God might start to use us to be that for others and um that's such a blessing to be able to to share that with someone a little bit behind you and it's just this perfect uh, imagery of like holding hand with the woman that's you know maybe a little further than you and then that with the other hand you have the hand of someone who's a, a little further behind um or newer in the faith and it's just really cool how we get to like Help each other through that journey. So it's I think it's so important. If you don't have a mentor, ask God to highlight someone to you in your life, and and just to bring that. Because I I believe that that's something um, He would love to give you. We you know we it says we have not because we ask not. So ask the Lord to to bring that person out in your life. And when you're deciding if that's someone you want to ask to mentor you, look at look at their life and see like is this something that. Um, like where I would want to be, you know? Does this seem like a person who pleases the Lord? And then just ask them. A lot of times it's kind of scary to ask, but they're more willing to say yes than you would think, so. Totally.
0: And I mean, having moved from having a few mentors in my hometown over the course of years to Colorado, it took a little bit to find someone, but man, it was so organic. And God knows that's the desire of my heart. And He put... An awesome woman into my life to counsel me, to encourage me, to coach me. I mean, I go to her for just about anything. So super thankful. Um, it's it the women who have spoken into my life since I was literally probably twelve have yeah. really some I don't even keep in touch with anymore because it was so long ago, uh-huh. but the impact and the mark they left on my life. I'm forever changed.
1: Isn't it fun? It's just fun how God like links us up with people like that because uh, He knows what we need. You know, And in those seasons, that helped to build the next piece of character you were going to need to share with someone else. And it's yeah. just fun stuff. I love it.
0: It's pretty amazing. So I know that you've kind of touched on this. What is it like juggling a day job and ministry like you are super involved at your church. You're super involved here with Radiant, um, okay. marriage, life, you
1: know, cooking dinner. What's it like to juggle all that? How do you do it? Girlfriend, it is hard. I'm not I won't even lie. It is hard um to juggle everything. You know, I I often uh, struggle with feeling overwhelmed if I have too much on my plate. Um and so I actually was asking, there's a woman at my work. She is amazing. Her name is Jeanette and she's like the black mama I never had. And (laughs) I just love her, Um, but she's further along in her faith than me. And I often go to her office and just ask her questions or ask her to pray for me. And um, she's just such a woman of God. But I asked her this question the other day. I was like, Jeanette, I'm so overwhelmed. Like, how do you do it all? And she looked at me and she was like, honey, Uh, you remember the Nike swoosh sign? And I was like, yeah. And she said, honey, you just do it. (laughs) I I just laughed. I laughed because I was like, Jeanette, that doesn't really help me at all, but (laughs) you're right. You just do it. You just, yeah, you just do the next thing. But we went on to have a conversation about how we're not meant to have it all figured out. You know, um, there's a reason that we have need for God and it's because we're human. Uh, We're not super women as much as I would love to be super women. Um, we're that's just not always the case. Um, but if we focus on the next task that God has before us, um, am just trust him that he's gonna to help us to do the next thing. And like I said, I think margin in our lives is important. Um, and so finding the places where you can have margin that might be, you know right before bed, you have 30 minutes and you can choose to be on your phone or you can choose to spend some time with the Lord. And and just finding those moments that you have to spend with God and be refueled. And I am by no means an expert at that. I'm still totally learning, you know, being a young woman, I'm I'm trying to figure out how to balance those things. And um, just do the next thing and, and trust God to get me through whatever lies ahead. So um, it's fun. Life is a full season right now, but there's definitely been seasons where it's not like, maybe I'm just going to work and coming home. And that's totally okay, too, if that's what God has for me at that time. So just do it. Just think about Jeanette, uh, this, the Nike swoosh sign, you know. <laughs> Thanks, <for that. laughs> I know, simplifying no, a little bit. Usually seriously, it is. Sometimes we just need someone to simplify
0: it and bring us back to— Bring yeah. us back to Earth and tell us there's no um, formula. Just right. move forward until you know you're redirected or told to lay something down or told to pick something up. Step by step.
1: Absolutely. It's thanks, Jeanette. <laughs> I know it would be a lot easier if there was a formula, but I just that totally resonated with me what she said. So gotta love her. Um,
0: well, if you could share just one thing, like what would you want to pass along to our listeners? Oh wow.
1: Oh my gosh. Um one thing. <laughs> I'm I'm clearly not great. Or two, a few. <laughs> Goodness. Uh one thing I just want to encourage you in today if you're listening, um, is first of all, I'm a normal girl just like you. I'm just trying to, to get through life. Um, but I just want to tell you that Jesus is enough. Like whatever you're going through, wherever you are, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling underwhelmed, um, Jesus is totally enough. And, and don't be afraid to bring where you are, uh, right now and ask him to meet you there. Um, I believe that he's totally capable to do so much in your life that you have no idea of. Um, and just like we've got this dream that we're starting to live out, God has a dream and a calling on your life and, and you are chosen by him and you are loved by him. And he just wants you to know him more. And, um, he wants to show you that He knows you and He made you perfectly and wonderfully and fearfully. Um, and so even as you shut off this podcast, like I just, I wanna encourage you to do that. Just sit with Him and, and ask God, like, how can I know you more in my life? What does this look like for me where I am? you know, where do you want me to be obedient to you? Um, and I I just believe God's gonna show up in your life and I can't wait to see the things that you're gonna do for the kingdom. 'Cause they're meaningful and powerful. Um, it's gonna be fun. And I hope we can cross uh paths one day and, and talk about that together. Um and just praise God for, for all that he's gonna do. So that'd be my that, last thing, I guess. <laughs>
0: that, my friends, is what you will find in Phoebe's videos. She's amazing. <laughs> well, <laughs> um what well, before you go you got to tell me what are a few things you're loving at the moment what are you reading what are you watching what are you listening to Yeah
1: okay well um Kelsey got me on a podcast kick so I've been loving <laughs> to listen to some fun podcasts while I'm at work recently I've been listening to Christy Knuckles I think that's how you say your last name um she's so fun and sweet and encouraging and she interviews cool people like Bob Goff who is hilarious and crazy so go check that one out it's really good Um, I am reading 12 Extraordinary Women of the Bible, which um, we're doing that with my women's group right now. Um, It's it's good. We're just going through the stories of each of these uh, impactful women in the Bible. So if you are looking to get into the Word, that's a great book to pick up and just see like women in different circumstances um, and how— God encountered them and, uh, it's fun stuff. So music, I love the new Ellie Holcomb CD. I've been playing that a lot this week, her Red Sea Road. So go check her out. She is just so fun. And, um, she, it's like her lyrics, you just resonate with them. And so it's a fun one when I'm on my way to work, I'm checking her out and singing along loudly in the car with Ellie. So <laughs> that's kind of what's where I am right now. Those are all good suggestions. I've been meaning to pick up LACD, so I'm on it.
0: That was a good reminder. But Phoebe, where can we find you? I'm so thankful you got to join me today. Um, I know our listeners are going to be that much more motivated to check out what you're doing in the Radiant community on your Facebook page because she has some freebie videos there.
1: Yeah, y'all, come be my friend. I will totally accept you. I like don't deny anybody on Facebook. It's kind of bad, but it could be so good. So come be my friend. And um, yeah, I'm on Facebook, Phoebe Wilkins. Uh, I'm on Instagram. It's PhoebsRW. Um, My posts aren't always super pretty, but they're real life. So come find me there. And then please, please come hang out at the Radiant community. You will not be disappointed. I mean, gosh, it's not about me. This is like all the women that are going to be teaching on there just have such a gift from God and um, are utilizing that. And they want to— To get to know you, um, we would just love for you to join us there. And you can go to radiantcommunity.org and there's steps on how to sign up. Um, And March is we're going to be having some new contributors come on. So come on over. It's going to be so fun. You don't want to miss out.
0: Oh, thank you for joining me today, Phoebe. I'm sure you'll be back. So until next time. Yes. Thanks, Kels. Isn't Phoebe just a superstar? I'm so glad you got to meet her and she really is killing it, leading the Radiant community. I'd love for you to join us there. We love walking alongside women just like you. You will definitely get the opportunity to go deeper and build relationships with women from all over. As always, we would love for you to leave us a review. It really makes a difference. It gives me some feedback on how to improve the Radiant podcast and it gets the word out there about us. And if you love the song that's on this episode, it's by Kayla. You'll definitely want to look her up on iTunes. And as always, it was produced by Christian Sager. Until next week.
1: Raise your hand if you prefer frozen over fresh. Okay, I'm counting. Let's see. Nobody. Then why do some places freeze their Cincinnati-style chili? At Gold Star, we'll never understand. Our chili is made fresh daily in small batches to ensure quality and we use our original blend of 13 spices. Small batch chili is always meaty, never watery. Maybe that's because we don't freeze it and then thaw it. I mean, we're not monsters. Gold Star. Some call it insight. Others call it vision.
0: At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from, from a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture and whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything, what will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything.
1: BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com RIA. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC.